Welcome to track number seven of the Mega Church. The next way by which you can be anointed is through laying on of hands. Amen. Deuteronomy chapter 34. Deuteronomy chapter 34. Let's read verse 9 together. Let's all read it together. Why? For he had listened to tapes. For he had listened to Moses' tapes. What had he done? What had happened? Moses had laid his hands upon him. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you listening? When hands are laid on you, brothers and sisters, believe that something good is happening to you. Who has any question to ask about laying on of hands? Is there any question you have to ask about laying on of hands? Laying on of hands? When hands are laid on you, is there anything that you've wondered about? Nobody? Just... Yeah. Thank you. You didn't get it. You didn't get it. Okay. Well, the Bible says, do not lay hands sadly on it. Because the thing is a spiritual thing. So you don't just let anybody lay hands. And you also don't just lay hands on anybody. But when hands are laid and you believe, you see, it's the physical contact. See, that is different from just I'm standing here and I say, receive it. Take it. <laughs> you say, take what? <laughs> Amen. Amen. Are you listening to me? Take it. Take what? Now, I can put my hands on you like that. And you, you may receive it or you may receive nothing. Hallelujah. You receive. I don't even have to know about it. Remember the woman with the issue of blood. Jesus wasn't laying hands on her. Jesus even knew she didn't even know about her existence. She came up in the press behind him and touched the hem of his garment. And the thing that seemed to make the difference is not even the minister's intention, but the person's intention to receive and the person's faith. So she received and Jesus knew that she had received. Amen. Are you listening to me? Wonderful. So, once you believe, you receive. Hallelujah. Justin, any question about that? Laying on of hands is beautiful. Sometimes when you lay hands on people, you can see the anointing just coming on them. People respond differently. Some people, when they are eating food, they say, oh, this is delicious. Oh, wonderful. Mm, and then they continue and they eat a lot. Others, they say nothing. They just gobble it all up. Others respond differently to something. You get what I'm saying? So, your response is different. If somebody comes into your room and says to you, 
I love you. Somebody may scream. <laughs> Somebody may say, Really? Somebody may say, Are you sure? And somebody may say, thank you. And somebody may say, nothing. Everybody's response to the ministration of love is different. When it comes to sex, people are different. Some people, I mean, you're all grown up, are you not? Or you don't want to hear about such things. Uh-huh. are different. Some people are happy. You hear shouts of joy from the room. <laughs> For others, you don't hear anything. <laughs> you just hear silence. Some you hear moanings and groanings. For others, you hear, like I said, shouts of joy. <laughs> It depends on the person's response to the administration. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Are you here or you've gone home? Yeah. The same way the anointing is different. Now, when I'm laying hands on people, almost in every line, there is somebody who begins to weep. That's one of the strong responses to the anointing. People cry. They just start crying. And somebody says, are you sure? Oh, yes. Elisha, one day somebody came to him. Maybe you've not seen her before. And asked him for a prophecy. And he told the person. And the person asked, will my master die? He said, yes, your master will die. Then as the man was standing there before he went home, Elisha started to cry. Elisha started to weep. And the man was embarrassed. And he said, why are you crying? And Elisha said, because of what I can see. I can see how you are going to attack the people of God and the things you are going to do in the future. You see, that was a manifestation of the Holy Spirit. A manifestation of a word of wisdom to see in the future. Discerning of spirit to see in the spirit realm. And Elisha was crying. I remember I laid hands on one pastor. It was an Easter phanerosis. And I've never experienced anything like that. As soon as I laid hands on him, I felt suddenly it was like the it was like the Holy Spirit was like it was like the question was, What else do you want? What else do you want? And I felt such an overwhelming overwhelming feeling. I fell down. He also fell down. He started crying. I was crying. We were all lying on the floor. I was crying and wailing. Just laying hands on somebody. It was something. I lay, That was the end of the service. I didn't, didn't know what else to do. <laughs> huh? You have the video. It's something. You end up crying. Yeah. It was something. It was something. You should get the video and watch it. Man. 
And it's like the Holy Spirit brings something that He impresses so much on you, whatever it is. And, and you begin to do it. Almost all the time when I lay hands on people, somebody's crying. Somebody's crying. And Maryland, man, I mean, we had such a time. The last end of the program, this one is crying, crying. You don't even know what is happening. It's one of the responses to the anointing, like Elisha did. He wept and the guy was embarrassed. Another time, another thing that happens, people fall down. Jesus had it all the time. Jesus, when he, they were arresting him, he said, he got up and said, here am I. And the people fell. When Paul was arrested on the way, the Bible says, a light shone around us. And we were all falling to the ground. We were all falling to the ground. Another place, John was in the presence and he saw Jesus. And he, and he said, I fell to the ground. Nowadays, people fall forward and backwards. You see, some of the things that you would have thought that, you know, some people like to think that it may be psychological or whatever. Sometimes you wonder, they fall forward, fall back. There was this lady. She said for all her life, she had been laid hands on many times. And she said she has what people receiving the anointing, falling and anointing, but she never experienced it. And I remember she came forward that day. I laid hands on her. She fell down. She was surprised. She got up, stood there. She couldn't, what is going on? Maybe she slipped. There's oil on the floor. She fell down again. And I said, bring her back. And she, she stood up. I laid hands on her. She fell down. Then I brought her up the fourth time. And this time, when I touched her, she didn't fall down. She just went down like this, vertically. Just, she, and she had been watching, just like maybe some of you have been watching. She said, oh, what is this thing? I never seen you feel God will touch you and God will open your eyes. You see, just like I'm praying that God, let me see angels. Let me see you. Pray that God will touch you. I've always wanted to fall under the power. Oh, yeah. I want to experience God. How many want to experience God? I want to experience it. There's something that I'm so, I can experience. I want to experience it. I don't want to be outside. I want to be inside. Amen. At other times, when people receive the anointing of the Spirit, that I have noticed when I pray for them, is that people begin to shake. Shake. <laughs> I was in a church once, and the guy came. He said, I, I mean, he was like, he was so embarrassed because his body was shaking. And he was like, and he said, he doesn't know what is happening. He said, I've, I've never had, I've never had, a, what is this? I've never had any experience like this before. But the Holy Ghost was upon him. And he was shaking. Now let me ask you. You, if you were to go and touch the electricity dam, what do you think will happen to you? What do you think will happen to you? How many have watched Jurassic Park? Video, film. Let me see your hand. Let me see your hand. I'm sure many of you have watched it. Yeah. Do you remember there was a time when there was a boy who was on some fence and they put on the electricity? It's a long time since you watched it. And they put on the electricity. When they put on the electricity, I mean, I don't know if that's really what happened, but when they put on the electricity, the power just threw the boy, the little boy. It fell far. I mean, I would imagine that that is the effect of power that is moving around. It's thrown away somewhere. 
Amen. The anointing is real. And some people don't feel anything. <laughs> and they feel nothing. And nothing happens to them. But it doesn't mean they are not anointed. Because it's not in the Bible that, and thou shalt shake, and thou shalt cry, and thou shalt fall down. It's not there. They're just examples of these things happening. But it's not a law. Now. Hello? Jocelyn, we're going to close just now. Relax. Now, surprise at what time? Five. Amen. How many know that God is affecting your life? I believe it. There was a man who came to Toronto for the Toronto Blessing. Have you heard of the Toronto Blessing? He came to receive the Toronto Blessing. When he came, he was a pastor and he wanted to receive more of God. He stayed for one week. They laid hands on everybody in the church laid hands on him and nothing happened to him. So he called his church. He was very depressed and told them that he's staying an extra week. He will come back because nothing had happened. So he called his church in America and told them, I'm not coming. Look, I'll, I'll stay in an extra week because he was staying at the Journal of Blessing. So he left. He stayed there another week. The pastor, the man there, John Arnold, and everybody laid hands on him. They prayed for him. And he was standing there stiff like a block. Nothing. No wave. No falling. No crying. No shake. Nothing. He said that he was the most dejected pastor who went to sit on a plane to go back to America to his own little church where he had left and come and had forsaken his church for two weeks. Seeking anointing <laughs> so when he got back to church it was the following Sunday and he just started preaching and it was like there was nothing to report and because nothing had happened when he started speaking in the pulpit suddenly people began to cry people began to fall people began to collapse in the church the guy was amazed. What is going on? Then he realized that he had actually received something. <laughs> it looked like he had actually come back from Toronto with something. He could, you know, and he was just preaching and people were screaming, falling, crying. Man! Things were happening. You know, and I said, man, that was a powerful testimony. It's like you can receive the anointing and you are so anointed. And it's as though nothing has happened, but God has done something. I see God anointing you in Jesus' name. So anytime you come and hands are laid on you and you are touched by the power of God and so on, believe. Your duty is to believe and to thank you, Jesus, and return. That's the anointing that is upon your life. Stand to your feet. Oh, man. Are you surviving? Very good. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask what you will it shall be done unto you 
Why don't you ask what you will? It shall be done unto you. Father, we thank you for your word today. In the name of Jesus, amen. You may be seated.